And scene. Okay, and welcome, scene. welcome, 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 Ken. Hello. Guess, when was the last time I saw you? Uh, it was a bit ago. It was with um, Jenica. Okay. Yeah. I just talked to her this week, too. Yeah. We're going to get our food thing going, the food cast. Ooh. Yeah. So we'll, you have to jump in on that, too. Uh, happily. Free food, free I wine. I like free th- I'm getting free f- the wine. Yeah. I'm, I think I'm getting a tattoo out of today, which yes. is amazing. <laughs> Super happy for that, too. Are your tools behind the chair? I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. Freehand. Free. Hand. free- <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Sunday. Happy, I guess, kind of start of spring. I feel like it just started. Yeah. Because uh, it was a really nice couple of days. Um. And I had a really nice week, and I want to share that with you both now. You were out and about. Super out and about. I went to Leon Bridges on Sunday. I don't know what that is. It's a... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Do you know what that is? Um, I had a friend go to that, so... I don't know what she um, is. I heard up. briefly. Okay. But uh, it was at Jacob's Pavilion, which I think is one of the best places in the world to see shows. Okay. And I got super lucky, because we bought... My wife and I bought the tickets on Saturday when we were drunk. We are like, yeah, of course we're going to do that. They were like $20. We get there, and then as soon as we get there, we run to a friend who knows somebody there, and we end up sitting in the Sky Suites where we're like hella elevated. Yeah. I mean, we didn't pay for that, so that was nice. Nice. And then Haley invited us to go to House of Blues on Tuesday to see... Fuck, I actually didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> but it was a VIP, and I was like, yes, I yes. will do that for sure. It was somebody from the X Factor. Oh, nice. Um, James Arthur is his name. Um, I didn't know him. I will say it was a very good show. It was very, very good. And everyone there knew every word of everything he's ever written ever. And they were losing their minds, having the time of their lives. I felt bad because I didn't know any of it. Did he, (laughs) did he do time after time? No, that I would have known. He had two songs when he started. I was like, wait, I do know this song. That's my question about anyone's concert. Time after time. Yeah. I just want to know if they did a cover of that. I mean, they should. It's a great song. I love (laughs) Sandil Opera. And then, yeah. And then Friday we went to Goma. I spent like yesterday. all of our money. <laughs> Did we, you go there yesterday? Yeah. We, I, I don't know what the things are that so are being good. described on the Man, show. It's so, okay. Well, Goma is a, a sushi, a really good sushi oh. place. So it's, and it's now ruined. Like there's a couple pizza places in the city. Now I can't go. I can't just have just average pizza. Now I don't think I can go. Um, there might be other good sushi places. We don't have it a lot, but that was far better than anything I've had in a long time. And we bought all of it. And where is it? <laughs> Downtown East Fourth. It's like around the corner, oh, right? Okay. Oh yeah, it's right on the corner. Yeah, right by Society. It's it's yes. like we started See? at Society and then we ended up at Goma. We did the same thing yesterday. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. Did if you it, renew your vows yesterday? We do it every week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> does she know? We do it monthly. It's kinda like a like a cable subscription. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I say that I had one of the best sandwiches of my life last night? Yes. Ooh. At the Winchester. Winchester has very underrated food. At they the do. Winchester, I had a vegan chicken, uh, buffalo chicken sandwich, and it was so freaking good that at 16 hours, I'm still talking about it, and I want to tell people about it. And um, I dug into, uh, there were just some friends there who were watching the show. Uh, there was a burlesque show that I hosted last night at the, at the Winchester, um, and they had the buffalo cauliflower appetizer. And Love that buffalo also cauliflower. Blew my mind. Yeah. yeah and I'm very uh, faithful so to toasts. Uh, buffalo cauliflower, yeah. but I have to say this was really good. Yeah, this might end up being a food podcast. That's great. Yeah, <laughs> just talk about food. Can you shift food, your so. mic a little bit so the, like the the so the bar is not facing you? So the bar is not facing. The bar you. probably should have done this ahead of time. Okay, where see, do you see a just bar? Just the bar on the side <laughs> of the mic. Okay, <laughs> the mic itself. Yes. the mic itself. Uh huh. Yeah, turn other way. 
Oh, uh, there you go. Oh, yay. See, see that? Let's see edit that, that little, yeah. out. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. All right. Um, Michaela, say your last name for me. Highland. Highland. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure, <laughs> to be oh, perfectly okay. honest. And we don't really do like a lot of like, I'm not going to first and last name you the entire time. Oh, you're cool. But Michaela Highland is our guest today. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Thank you. From Thank Avon Lake, me. and you're heading to Orlando. Thank you very much for squeezing us <laughs> wow. in. Oh, I'm so excited. I definitely wanted to do this. Well, you came, you came, is, is kind of what happens now is that you came recommended. I was talking to Haley, yeah. you know, and uh, I mentioned to her on Tuesday, I was like, hey, I talked to Michaela. We're actually going to, I'm going to, she's like, that's awesome. Like, she was, yeah. you were suggested. And that's I started awesome. going through your, your, uh, your, your page. All your work. It's really, really impressive. Thank um, you. So let's start there. It's Reflection Tattoos? Reflection Room Tattoo. Reflection Room Tattoo. It's in yeah. Avon. This place is beautiful. I mean, I was just, like, joking you. around like, can feel like you've been in a couple tattoo parlors. This is this place looks like a freaking Apple store. It's so Ooh. nice. It really, really does. It's a nice looking place. Um, and I know that doesn't mean anything to like, uh, like um, the place I go to is not super, super nice, but I still go there, but I was really impressed with it and then really impressed with the work and started kind of getting into the stuff that you do there. So I do want to talk first. How did you end up getting into this? Um, in tattooing in general yeah. or, okay. Um, so I went to school for, um, biochem and health sciences right of course um, the focus <laughs> natural in, progression yeah in bioethics <laughs> um and i started working in my field and was just very unfulfilled i grew up in a very um conservative uh household when it comes to pursuing art as a career yeah i have very supportive family but they're also um maybe a little too realist and they don't think that art can make money so um I, in high school, wanted to do tattooing. I knew that I wanted to draw and marry kind of my love of art and science, you know, get to work with the human body, but also put out cool yeah. artwork. Oh. And um, so they really pushed me towards the scientific route, which I'm not mad at them for. It's a great, you know, basis to have, and it's actually helped me a lot in my career, um, especially exploring different facets of tattooing. But I was really unfulfilled just working at a lab bench, to be honest, so... Um, I said, to heck with my big girl job, I'm just going to put it all on the table and shoot for an apprenticeship. And I did that. And, you know, it's been seven years now and I, I love it. So, <laughs> you, so you finished, like you yeah. finished school, you got the degree. Yeah, I, well, I and finished one work. degree. I, I double majored, um, finished one of the double majors. And then I ended up finishing the other one in uh, fall of 2020. Okay. I just kind of took a class at a time because I was like, you know, I started it. I'm gonna finish it even fall if of 2020. <laughs> yeah. You're like the only one in that class. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Basically. It was a good year. You're like school yeah. super cheap right now. <laughs> I, I was kind of mad because I didn't walk the first time, and then I was super excited. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna walk for the second degree. I never walked for high school. I never walked for my first degree. My second degree, I was like, I'm gonna do it. COVID was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> well, so. I mean, we could probably engineer something pretty simply. Just the, the three of us and Roscoe and Rudy. We, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm sure we have something that resembles a gown. Where was <laughs> high school? Um, I'm at Avon Lake. Oh, you are an Avon Lake. I'm Avon Lake till I die. Ride or die. Ride or die, Avon Lake. Yeah. Oh, sure. Gosh. And then yeah. where did we do our degrees? Um, I went to Bowling Green, and then I came back and uh, finished at um, Cleveland State. That's wonderful. Yeah. Okay. And I'm very happy with my experience at both. You got Good. those degrees. Yeah. We yeah. love those degrees. And you're like, oh, I only finished one of my degrees. Fuck. <laughs> 
I'm just like, was I supposed to do two? <laughs> I had one, and I kind of fucked that up. Like, <laughs> so you just, so how long were you kind of in the quote unquote kind of more scientific field before you just said fuck it and moving on? Um, it was pretty concurrently. Um, I was doing some piercing before. Um, oh, so you were doing both? Yeah, okay. I. It was kind of concurrently. Um, I was doing piercing, just trying to get my foot in the door. Um, not to diminish piercing at all because it's a very like specialized amazing field it just wasn't for me and I was kind of grasping at straws to find an opportunity to get an apprenticeship as a woman um mm. so anything that makes you you know a little bit marketable to tattoo shops um I was trying to do what I could to get into tattooing so um I was already in the field for um about three years before I got into the section of body modification that I wanted to be in and that took um about the end of 2015, I started merging into um, getting my apprenticeship. What are those ratios looking like, men to women? Um, if you come to our, if it, you yeah. come to our shop, you might think that it's a woman-led industry because um, we have all women and two men working yes. at our studio. Um, but generally, I don't know what the you know statistics are on it, but I will say every shop I've worked at prior to. Um, where like my studio I was always one of two women or alone and typically alone like I there's not a lot of female representation I think it's getting better um and I think there's a lot of women that pave the way for it to even be easier for you know women like me um because if you look at like the early 2000s 90s of tattooing where women were trying to break in I mean you would be far and few between to find any females working mm. in the industry. Yeah, and this is one, because you hear this in a lot of industries, and I and I, I don't think there's any really concrete data for any of it, but yeah. just from your experience, is it harder to break into? Is it not many females have the interest? Is it a blend of both? Does it vary depending on where you are? Because I, I, I can see some for sure. Like, like so on the outside looking, and if you're a female and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're interested in tattooing, you're interested in tattoo shops, you visit a bunch of, you only see men. That can be a little discouraging. Not that yeah. anyone is actively discouraging you, but if you don't see any other women, you're like, I, I can see being maybe a little bit uncomfortable, apprehensive, but is it, is it more of a, are you seeing more women that want to and don't and, and maybe are discouraged or not much of an interest? I don't know. I, I, it's, it's a weird dynamic every time that, that it yeah. comes up. And it's not a bad discussion at all, but sometimes yeah. I'm just – I legitimately don't know. I've heard mm -hmm. this in uh, – like like comics talk about this. Yeah. You know, like more female comics. I'm like – it's hard for me to think that like in the 80s, like like women just didn't like like comedy and then started doing it 20 years later. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just curious what your thoughts are on it. I would say – in my experience, and I'm sure not everybody's experience is like this, mm -hmm. like I, there are definitely so many amazing men in the field and in general, but um, in my experience, I took my portfolio to so many shops and, you know, you could say like, oh, maybe your portfolio wasn't good enough, maybe this, that. Um, I had it critiqued by many people and I believe that I had a solidly built portfolio, but like first things that were mentioned when I would meet with men at shops were never about my artwork. It was always like, oh, are you in a relationship? Are you this? Are you that? What? And it was just very sexist. Yeah. So, I mean, I and I've had men. other, I, it's other women have had that experience oh too. God. Are you in a relationship? Yeah. I, if you're in a relationship, I, I, I wouldn't consider you as an apprentice. I had, like, there are many different 
things when you're a woman trying to break in the industry. And I had a lot of very sexist experiences, to be honest. And I'm not saying everyone's like that, but like... And that, that's why I asked. Yeah. Because I yeah, know it's, it's, it's hard to generalize something like that, but I wanted to know your experience because... Oh, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. want to cry baby. I don't want drama. I don't want, like, just preconceived like if you're a woman you're going to be hysterical or you can't handle the pressure of the industry or just all these kind of things without giving someone a chance to get to know them and their artwork and I don't think it's as bad as that now but I mean I have a friend who just went through something similar joining a new shop so you know it is what it is things like that are never going to disappear they're never going to there's always going to be those people yeah Yeah. it's I think a lot of it too is, is just the one you can curb is, I think, hopefully, like maybe making sure that, like, like more examples and shining a light on people like you. Yeah. So people know, like, yeah, that can happen. But, you know, I also work with a lot of men that don't even really consider it. And yeah. if, if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you're a little, again, kind of like hesitant to even try it, there's some really good artists yeah. in general out there. But unfortunately, that's, you're going to run into that anymore, unfortunately. You're just oh, going to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think my biggest advice to like any woman trying to break into the industry is just, keep putting yourself out there because for as many fucked up shitty people that you'll encounter there's so many great people like some of my best friends in this industry are men that are wonderful and do nothing but support me in my career my co-owner of reflection rooms actually um a dude his name's kyle he's amazing one of the best people i've met in this industry so shout out to kyle we're pretty agreed though that 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 straight (laughs) men are the worst Right, like that was the yeah. I can't sometimes think of, I can't think of one that I enjoy. <laughs> yeah, not okay. one, not one. Okay, good. Can, yeah. I feel good about the moral. <laughs> no comment. Story. I don't yeah. feel attacked. I'll at stay all. neutral. Now, do you bring like an aesthetic <laughs> with you to your book? Like, is there? I'm always kind of curious about this because you have, which I think we're going to talk about, like the fun people who walk in and say, I don't know what I want. Let me pick something off the wall. And then you have people who uh, have maybe more of an idea. <laughs> I didn't say yeah. anything. You have more, you have, you know, people who, who maybe want to go with like, well, what's your aesthetic? So like when you have to create a portfolio, is it, is it a combination of your style and showing you can do anything or like how, how specific point of view do you go in with, with a portfolio? So when I'm talking to newer artists about like breaking into the industry, about what they should have in their portfolio to, you know, maybe start seeking an apprenticeship. um, First off, it's so easy to trace on an iPad. People don't want to see digital artwork when it comes to um, what you can do. I want to see people pen to paper, pencil paper. I want to know that they can draw Um, because, you know, being an artist is in tattoo artists. I mean, anyone can tattoo and just replicate a design and have it look like shit but like if you want really true great developed work you want someone that has a good foundation um a fun fundamental creating shape depth contrast understanding light sources um just showing diversity in your portfolio different mediums different styles um is important i think when you're first starting out because when you first break into the field it is very unlikely that you're going to be tattooing exactly what you want to tattoo i didn't get to tattoo what i wanted to tattoo until like the third fourth year of my career yeah um and then you can kind of stylize once you have all the foundations of tattooing down and you understand um you know how to how to do things (laughs) i don't know that's when you start finding your style so i think you should have a little bit of yourself in there for sure show who you are as an artist and kind of what you're about um but having versatility and work and showing that you're an artist and that you have those foundations is number one. 
Did you did you have an idea about what your style was, or did yeah. you did you think your style was this, and maybe when you got started, it kind of shifted to something unexpected? Or I guess from year one to like current day, yeah. Well, like, like what was your what did you think your style was versus what it is? It was it the same? Um, when I first started tattooing, my work was not like it is today. <laughs> um, like my work. I didn't get to really, like I said, I didn't really get to stylize. But in my personal artwork, I was very um, stylized. Like, if it was, like, passion pieces I'm drawing or painting, I've always been very visually struck by florals and Mm, um, different botanicals. Um, So one of my favorite, like, things that I have ever done um, is my brother actually passed away um, in 2016. But before that, him and I used to meet up at... um, the metro parks and we would just sit and I would sketch different florals or I'd go and I'd take photos to work off later but I would like to sit like just on a blanket and draw and hang out and like I've always done that I like being in nature to create and um so yeah my work's really driven by that and it still is now I I still do that I love just going and uh being immersed in botanical gardens yeah. or just like the forest or <laughs> i don't know surroundings, that yeah. sounds weird or sitting no, by the no, beach no, no. <laughs> yeah surroundings your your surroundings can very much influence how y- your yeah. creativity either flourishes or yeah. stops and goes or, or kind of ignites something i mean and if you have a place or, or or types of places that kind of you know get those kind of creative juices so to speak flowing i mean th- that makes sense yeah. some people can't in other places yeah. You know, they just they're they're they just kind of shut down and don't see anything. Ken likes gypsy bean. That's where he does all of his work. That's where I do it's my amazing. gypsy bean. Yeah, Your gypsy coffee bean. Shop. Your gypsy my coffee shop. I legit thought you owned gypsy bean the first <laughs> time. I love that he said it with such conviction. He was like, "Oh, what my gypsy bean?" I'm like, "Oh my god, you so own gypsy bean?" <laughs> I was there on Thursday morning, and a I was standing up at the counter, and um, a former student of mine, someone who just graduated literally two weeks ago, walked in, and so just jokingly, he walked in, and I said get out of my coffee shop and the owner was right behind the counter she said i just wanted a quick reminder it's not actually your coffee <laughs> shop and please don't tell customers to leave i'm like i hear what you're saying i hear yeah, what you're get saying out of my i shop. see you and validate you but yeah did you throw the owner out after that <laughs> it didn't go well for her that day it did not go well for her you sent her home <laughs> think about what you just did wait okay wait so but here's where i'm like struggling with the disconnect so you have people that are coming in and they want things like how how do we get people to get the cool florals that you're drawing? A lot of work on building your clientele and getting your name out there. Yeah. I would say I really started getting to be selective the last two, three years with um, my work. So there are different types of studios, and I don't think the general public really understands like what a street shop is versus a private studio. Um so, like, we don't accept walk-ins at our studio. We don't do any type of, you know, hey, I want I want to pick something off the wall. We don't even have flash on our walls. Yeah. Um, we is might that what do, it's called, flash? Yeah, flash is, like, predetermined you know designs. No, I don't That's like typically... Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Now I know what you're saying. Okay. Because, like, if yeah, you're in the... more of a traditional tattoo shop, you see flash on the walls. Yeah. Um, or the book. Yeah, some of that. Yeah, they're like, I want that. Yeah. 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 That a lot of it's a little bit outdated. People don't really get stuff off the walls as much anymore. I feel like even in some of the traditional shops, um, it's more there for just visual appeal and you know, paying ode to times of the past. But um, 
yeah, we don't really, we don't have the books. Like we don't ha we don't really do that. Everything we do is custom. So our studio is based on custom um, body art, uh, cosmetic tattoo and medical tattoo. So we do, um, we do, we're a private studio. We do a different type of tattoo booking. Like everything we do th is through a website. All of our artists book out a few months wow. um, to years in advance. Um, <laughs> and we, we just oh take God. people we take people privately so we get requests for our work um that's yeah, great yeah i don't know every time i open my books it's they're closed in a few days so i mean it's really just getting your name out there i guess i think the biggest thing um i'm not very strong in social media to be honest i think social media is an excellent tool if people are trying to do that faster but i think the best way that i receive clients is just word of mouth like good yeah. old fashion yes. putting out a good product and making feel making people feel comfortable no you did, like, like i don't know <laughs> I, That's what I try to I do. Love, just, just dumb luck. I, I knew a guy that had full sleeves, and he everything that he had was a um, basically like movie uh, monster movie pictures from like like the 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 thirties and forties. Like he had the Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon, Dracula, Nosferatu, and they're beautiful. That's and I was so like, cool. these are really these look like 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 we were talking about. These look like drawings. Yeah, like they look really 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 good. And his Wolfman one's fantastic. I think that might be my favorite one. And uh, <clears throat> he was like, here's his name. This is who you go to. And it also, for me, like it had to be somebody. Because I was, I probably spent like seven or eight hours in a chair. It also has to be somebody that I can spend seven or eight hours in a chair with. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he's a cool guy. So for me, I just, I kind of lucked out. But I would be very, like right now, if I had to find and pick cold not knowing yeah i'd have a fucked up tattoo somewhere on there. no <laughs> yeah. doubt in my mind yeah. but, do, but do people come in then and say like i mean they're not just walking in but do they make an appointment and say i have this space and i really want you to do something yeah. in this space oh yeah that's so freaking cool yeah oh yeah it is that's gotta be it's, like it's an amazing feeling <laughs> that has that's what i was gonna say i mean i don't really have another word for it but like that's gotta feel like an honor in some ways it does. Like, oh okay well in the grand yeah. scheme of things too this is only seven years yeah this isn't that long of a time, really. It's not. Especially over in, in the last two, three years is when you're starting to do your own stuff. I mean, that's, a, again, in a career, that's not a really, really long time to start being so sought after for something so creative and cool. I agree with yeah. Ken. The, the best word for that is what an honor that people are actually not just going in and saying, I want that or giving you a picture. They're like, I'm thinking this, something like this, can you kind of make it your own and... For this spot right here or something like that. that yeah. That's so cool. Most of my clients, so I mostly don't do stencils. Like, it's rare that I use a stencil. I draw on most of my stuff. Like, I do a three-layer process um, with some Sharpies and some surgical pen. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I draw on most of my stuff. And so, nine out of ten times, I only use a consultation. I have a booking form. Um on my website if people want to submit a request and uh if i accept their idea i'm like cool that sounds great i can work within your budget whatnot um and i book them i don't really do consultations unless someone's forms like it's a little unclear or i'm unsure it's a cover-up i need to see it in person whatnot so a lot of the times people are just coming in not met them before and they just trust me to draw on them and i have never wow. talked to them in person but i mean that that so, is again that's the yeah, they see it's your amazing work. <laughs> they see the word they see your I mean, that's how most things kind of yeah. get done. Like, I mean, just yeah. keep it like like a like a, a, a an issue in your house. If yeah. something happens in your house, 
I mean, no one's Googling anymore to find out, yeah. hey, who do I go? They start asking me, have you had problems with this? Who did you go to? Were they good? Right. They're, they're, they're ta- yeah. they're, they need to talk to people that they know and trust. So they're talking to people that you have probably been clients of yours. Yeah. And they've been, and they're like, I love that. What was the experience like? She, like, it's great. That makes them feel comfortable. So they can kind of go into those things cold. Because, again, this isn't like a shirt. We can't really return it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So you're going to be a little bit more apprehensive. So you're really going to yeah. lean on the people that you know and you trust. And then, you know, they'll look at your reputation, your body of work. So I I under, I can see that for sure. I mean, your so your cool. page is your page is impressive. I love the, the people's tattoo pages to kind of see the different things that they've done. Yeah. It's it's really kind of cool to see. And I think it, it makes people feel more comfortable. Like, you're right, social media is a very good avenue to kind of put those kind of things out there yeah. and really kind of like make people feel comfortable with that. Okay. How much do you want them talking to you during the process? Whatever they're comfortable with, you know? I mean, it to me, I could be, I could not shut up the entire time if you want to talk, but if people prefer to be quiet and that's going to help them get through a painful process, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be quiet too. I don't care. Yeah. I like people a lot, so... You know. See, I thought in your head, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God, Ken, will not. this guy's got to shut up. Like, oh, no. Like, you know, every once in a while, someone will talk about something you're not comfortable with talking about. And I'll that just. That was my next question. Yeah. I'll just say, like. <laughs> Therapy. Yeah, yeah. The trauma dumps are large. Um, really? Yeah. Now like, I'm thinking, have I done that? You have. It's yes, okay. I, <laughs> I don't see. I'm comfortable with that. I don't mind it. I'm like, I have my own trauma. I'm fine. Like you can tell me whatever, and I will no judgment zone here. But um, I know other people that can't handle that. So it is what it is. That's hilarious. Well, can I see? I was. I'm gonna. Can I tell my tattoo trauma? Yeah. Okay. This literally just happened last week. Okay. Really? Yeah, that's why okay. your text to me to come today was kind oh, of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I had been kind of seeing someone for about a month, not very long. Uh, and it is the first time in my life I could, by the way, conceivably get choked up. Uh, that's like how nutty this was. I've had tattoos for 20-something years. It is the first time in my life that someone has ever, in my hearing, I guess pointed to a tattoo and said, you really should get a new artist. And I have, first of all, never had that experience in my life. Like, I just never have. Like, no one's ever said that to me before, much less someone that I was, you know, kind of interested in. And then also, he read my book, so he knew the significance of that, too. And by the way, fourth of all, he's like, it's not a good wheel. Cool, it's not a wheel, it's a gear, and go away. But... I have to say, the point of this story is I had no idea how um, d- disorienting. I've just never had that experience before in my life. And I, it's I'm part of your who, body. It's part of my body. And but, your journey. But I, my relationship with my tattoos is just so funny because I don't think about them most of the time. Yeah. Usually it's someone where my, oh my God, you have tattoos. I go, no, I, oh, yes, you are correct. I do. But I've never. <laughs> I, I, I do have a cat on that's me. That's <laughs> right. That's right. I do. That, I is, that is, that but is an I've odd thing. But I never had that experience in my life. And I had no idea how uh, – I was pretty low for a good 48 hours. Like, I really – it messed me up. I've just, I've just never had that experience. I have no doubt. Like, I've actually had tattoo people say to me, like, your tattoos don't fit the rules of tattooing, which I – and then I just stop the conversation. Well, those are like – I don't know what they are, and I don't really <laughs> care. Wait, do you know the rules? The – 
there are rules, but it's like more <laughs> traditional artists saying there are rules. As long as it's technically well applied, I guess any tattooer listening to this is probably going to be like, wow, Michaela, fuck you. But um, <laughs> as long as they're technically well applied, I think some of the rules are kind of might be I don't a little bullshit. I guess I'm not honoring, well, okay, I'm not honoring tattooing properly by well, saying that. I guess but, so how about this. Do yeah. you have rules? Do I have rules? Yeah. Um, Someone I comes in and says, will you put, you know, will you please put Melissa across my forehead? Or you're like, that's a fucking bad idea. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, I won't do that. Okay. Um, no, I... I have personal convictions where um, I I won't do certain things. So I love that I use a booking form. So if I don't accept a project, I don't really have to explain why. I can just be like, hey, unfortunately, you won't be included in this booking cycle. <laughs> um, so I don't really have to explain why. But I get like 18-year-olds that want like a face tattoo or their hands tattooed or their neck tattooed. And I get that's their body and they have every right to do that. I just morally don't feel comfortable being the artist for them. I won't tattoo any job stoppers on someone that's not like in an industry where it's acceptable and they're in like a solidified career. Sure. Mm. So like if you're a mechanic, you're another tattoo artist, you're hairstylist, you're whatever, you're doing a career where it's not going to affect your ability to make money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. I'll, you want whatever on your fucking face. Cool. You want it on your hands. I don't care. Professor. Um, yeah. But we're okay with professors. Okay. Sure. You're oh. you're an adult. Like I'm talking. Okay. Like there's. I don't know. Not that people in their early twenties aren't adults, but I I feel like me in my early twenties, I have some questionable tattoos on me. I definitely was not thinking about. Yeah. You're a tattoo so. artist. Like <laughs> yeah. I, so when you say and, and to be clear, when you're saying job stoppers, like I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like if like if you're a tattoo artist and you have a neck tattoo, it's like yeah, I'm a tattoo artist. Yeah. No one's gonna be like. Why'd you do that? You're like tattoo artist. That's the end of the conversation. Or, or I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like there, there, there. I've talked to a couple other ones that have said something similar, where they're just like, "Are you absolutely sure you want to put this on your neck?" I'm not yeah. like I don't care ultimately, but you may want to think about it because you know you're young and it's quite a bitch of a process to get this thing taken off. Or the big one that I've heard is names. Yep. They're like, I don't care if you've been together for 40 years. You get that person's name tattooed on you, you're breaking up next week. Oh my yeah. God. That would never I don't do names. So. I know name. two people that have done that, that have gotten names tattooed and they got divorced. My husband and I have each other's names. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll work out for you, though. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fine. Sorry, I should have maybe done some prep work. I renewed her vows yesterday. <laughs> my wife and I have matching tattoos, but I feel like if she gets like. If I tattoo her name on me, she's going to be like, oh, no. I finally realized I have really, really undershot. Oh, I could see. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I could I could see dude. in my early 20s having to. I mean, now that I'm here in my mid-20s, I could see, like, looking back that um, in what did you just have? Let's a just move seizure? on from that. No, what just He's totally in his mid-20s. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I would have made some questionable decisions there. I still, though, don't think I ever could have crossed the line for me of getting someone's name. I think mm -mm. that I don't think I could do it. I, I, don't I really I don't do um, because I know people that have done it and it didn't work out. Granted, both of them, I knew it wasn't going to work out. I didn't speak up. Yeah. 
<laughs> like okay, one well. of them at a bachelor party. I'm just like, this is a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> You're about to be wife is a bitch. <laughs> we were all thinking that. We're all just like, there's no way this is going to work. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. four years later. <laughs> no, okay, I'm pivoting back. So when did the shop open then? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We made the most fantastic decision of opening in February 2020. So I don't know if you know. One month before the shutdown. The, the amount started. of people that I have... <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know if you know there was a pandemic around that yeah. time and, and that's like when it started yeah, yeah so um we opened on february 14th and we got shut down for three months on uh march 16th i have to imagine that your family who has been so supportive of your artistic endeavors were like oh yeah, yeah. Well, there you go how's science looking now dummy <laughs> Might want um, to finish that second degree. The amount of people that we have talked to that have started a business, oh, yeah. like, within three months of that happening. Yeah. Every single time. Like, well, we started, let's see, it was uh, December 2019. I'm like, that's, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely every dime of savings <sighs> we had into this <laughs> business. So we said, we will not close. We're going to do whatever. Um, so we pretty much worked... I wouldn't say worked for free because people paid for it, but um, as soon as we closed, we were like, yeah, we're not going to make rent. So we had to figure out a plan. And so Kyle, the other owner, and I uh, sold pretty much like $1,000 gift cards for 500 bucks, And I sold $30,000 worth of gift cards and <laughs> worked for free the rest of the year, basically. Um, wow. But it worked. I mean, it worked out. Not working for free, but half off. For, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I lost a half of my income for the year. I did very poorly in 2020, but I kept the doors open. How how long were you shut down for? I don't, was it June that everything opened back up? Um, yeah, so it was a little bit weird. Um, since we had just opened, we had some health department checks and stuff. So, um, we everything got like where it was not supposed to open mid May, and they were like, "Ha ha ha!" Just kidding. We're gonna add tattooing in with it. The tattooing kind of got shoved to the side. Um, and they were trying to lump us in with hair salons for a minute and did a bunch of stuff. So we officially reopened um, second week of June. Lump you in with hair salons. Yeah. I don't know why it sounds crazy. Yeah. It, it was so interesting. It was, it was when? The second week of June. Second we week of June. Um, we could have opened like two weeks earlier, but they gave us a 48-hour notice that we were going to be reopening. And uh, we had to figure out, you know, child care. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, Yeah. It was a little bit confusing. And we're PUA, so we we fixed that real quick. Now everyone at our studio is an employee. but Because um, we we will never go through that again if there's another shutdown, God forbid, ever in my lifetime. Um, I, uh, no, I don't think we're going to shut down again because of COVID. Oh, I don't think because of COVID. Who knows? No. I hope we never shut down for any other reason ever. Yeah, I, but... I don't think – I don't think uh, – I no, no, I don't think we'll – no, it did I think at this point the... everyone's just like, yeah. "Your guys just gonna have to get it, mask, whatever. You just gonna have to deal with it if you get it now." Yeah, but they're not gonna shut down again. Oh yeah, well, um, that, I don't think it's because of COVID, but yeah. I mean, oh, anything. Oh, who knows? Something new might come up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, who knows? <laughs> All right, well, this has been great, everybody. And, yeah, uh, awesome. <laughs> really uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I would imagine that you spent so much time designing the aesthetics of the space too, because it it does look like a different place than than other other shops oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. What <laughs> just happened? <laughs> you took so long to answer that. I heard my dog snoring. So, um, yeah, no, if 
if I were the one who designed it, it would probably be really fucking tacky, to be honest. Oh. Um, so, Kyle. 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 Good for you, um, Kyle. Kyle did a lot. Um, he did, he picked, like, the floors. Um, him and my husband are, like, best friends now. They've met through me. And um, they picked, like, the pink colors. And I picked the black and gold. They went with the black and gold. And they really did everything. I bought a few plants, you know. Right. Um, and one of our friends did some cool murals I got her to do. But um, really, all the credit goes to them. They have style, man. They're, they're some stylish I'm, boys. But now all I want to know is, what were you thinking? <laughs> you gave it yourself tag i don't know if you've looked at your surroundings I mean, like i designed this whole room <laughs> what were you what were you thinking that you think is tacky listen so i first off i love this aesthetic um but well, that I, bums me out no but, like, but my no this is calm this is calm listen and let's the podcast put- <laughs> title is right there. <laughs> Please yeah, welcome um, to the mic, everybody. Kyle is coming down the stairs. Uh, yeah, that's amazing. Uh, um, everything I would have picked would be tacky. I love I this love room. This room. Yeah. this room is gorgeous. <laughs> Listen, they both. This room is cute. It's very tame compared to like how I style things. Oh, um, like antlers on the wall. I don't know what you're going for. Okay, oh, no. yeah, let me... Okay. Those aren't real. <laughs> That's cool. No, um, I like... you. Most people can't tell by me, but, like, I like a very girly aesthetic. Yay. Like, okay. I like Capso Bismol Pink. I like no. bright velvet colors. Wow. I like... Yeah, I don't know. I There would just be some random shit. My... I can't even explain to you how chaotic it would be. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And where did the name come from? Where did you come up with the name for the shop? Um... Kyle. Okay. So Kyle. can we get Kyle on the phone? Apparently I should have called Kyle. Apparently I should have reached out to Kyle. It's, and is Kyle gay and single? Because no. we could just do a whole, this would work out really Not well gay and single? Not right, gay and single. No. Which one? Sorry. Is we don't he a pastor? Okay. No. No. Grab um, no, Kyle and I came up with reflection room together. But um, it's just kind of a funny story. <laughs> well, we're on a comedy-based podcast, so go so, for it. <laughs> mainly, it's... People think like, oh, reflection room, you know, look in your mirror, love your reflection very much. Like that's the vibe we were going for and that's why we chose it. Okay. Um but but really, <laughs> if we're being really honest, yes. um we had made a list of like names for our tattoo shop and we were like, man, we should make this like something really cool and welcoming. And he like referred back to a level of uh, Mario Tennis called Reflection Room. Uh, Yay! Okay. And so it's named after a Mario Tennis. That's level. way. On honestly, that's a good name. <laughs> so yeah, you know how hard this would be for, for everybody if they had to name. Like think about like if you're if you're in a band if you're opening a business anything you have to actually name. We have no idea. That name is gonna stick. So you, I, yeah. We've developed. Actually, that's it. a way better story, by the way. <laughs> We've developed it and being that. very true for our brand and um, loving your reflection is all about what we, you know, do every day. So like, it does work out very well. But no, no one has we, to know. No was... one has to know. It was well now everybody knows. But uh, it was inspired by Mario Dennis. <laughs> what happens when someone walks in and is like, "I chose your shop because I feel like I have to love what is looking back at me in the mirror." You just go with it and be like, "Yeah, that's why we picked it." That will, it is actually why we picked it. We did talk about the name and like what it would mean for us. So 
Yeah, it would well, still I, be true. I'm more it would still be true. I'm like, what if someone came in and said, "I pick your shop"? Because I don't know if you know this. It's actually one of the levels in Mario Tennis. That would be amazing. They'd get tattooed for free. Yeah, that's that. right. <laughs> Congrats, you're now a VIP. If they picked that out. Yeah, if they could, if they knew. I, that's that really really funny. Hilarious. We both so, like video games a lot, so. That's okay. That's a yeah. That's a thing. Well. I never graduated from uh like to to like the new video games or like I don't no. need like an IT degree oh, me to play either. video games. Like once Bond hit, that was pretty much it. Like I could never got past the 007 oh, Bond. See, it's just Link all day for me. Oh, that's a good he's one. my dream guy. Yoshi's Story is my favorite game oh, on N sixty four. That's a cute one. <laughs> I will nice. play it till I die. I love that game. That is a cute one. They're just getting harder to find because they're so old. So I like, know. so they're just they're not reliable anymore. Like they're just there's no like tech to fix like a Super Nintendo. <laughs> right. That I wish they just like reissue them. I do too. Well, you can get I I can play all of the old games on um, the Nintendo Switch. You can access. Every N sixty four game, every Nintendo game. So I just played some really old games. On the yeah, sixty four is where what? I stopped. Every game, really? every N sixty four game, every Nintendo game, uh, every GameCube game is available on Switch. Well, guess oh what God. I'm doing after yeah. this? There you go, getting on Amazon. <laughs> I can't wait to get to level. 10 <laughs> My husband Mario has Tennis. a Switch. I'm gonna have to talk to him. I had no clue. He's oh, been yeah. holding out. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, it's wonderful. I, That's I, awesome. I just replayed some Zelda, and it was very enjoyable. Oh, yeah. I used to play Majora's Mask all the time. So good. Like Although favorite. I will say, let me just say that for the Switch, this uh, Breath of the Wild, which is the Zelda game where you can just go anywhere you want at any time, is actually the best game experience I've ever had in my life. My husband has played game. it, and it's, I have not, and I want to. It is so enjoyable. It oh is God. so enjoyable. So I'll just say, in terms of new games, but I need a controller. Like I'm not, I'm not doing this. Oh, I know. Or, like, I, oh, I, I don't like motion. that. No, I like, I like I, a controller, physical, I, tangible. Yeah, and not yeah. that many buttons. Yeah. Well, that's why I, that, that's why I can't do like the newer <laughs> ones. So the newer ones, there's like 35 buttons on I there. Know. And, and he tells you like press F1. Is that on this? I don't see. Yeah, that. they're like, like shift, control, delete. I'm like, what? Am I logging into this fucking thing? <laughs> I'm still on AOL. What do you want? I still know the code to get unlimited lives in Contra. Like I, that's what I want. I want those. Um, my password for almost everything was my password for Prodigy. Do you not Wait. Know? <laughs> the Prodigy was the pre AOL. Uh, oh, I don't know that one. <laughs> thought about it, the okay, band listen <laughs> here in my mid 20s um i forgot you're yeah. such an old soul for your mid 20s i get that yeah. a lot i get that a lot how <laughs> is business oh so good yeah um uh. i just finished my booking uh up to april next year and oh my, oh my god. god yeah so i'm i don't I'm good know what with I'm that. you were super fucking modest about that by the way oh. wow <laughs> yeah so if i was booked in anything until like april of next year and someone's like how's business i'm like oh i'm pretty much the best oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm just thankful you know what i mean oh for sure it's yeah. crazy that people look at my stuff and they're like wow that i want that on me forever i'm like Great. That's amazing. Like, I don't know. I don't know yeah, how to explain it. It's the best feeling in the world. Obviously, there's a lot of, like, the, the yeah. pent up. They couldn't get them for a while. Then it, and it's still kind of hard to get into certain places. But yeah. a year in I mean, it's essentially a year in advance. That's yeah. a testament to how well you've done. That's the reputation you built. And yeah. people like your work. That's great. I love just, even not my work, I love hearing people, like, 
bring up the shop. Like, yeah. I was at Robux the other day getting a smoothie. I, like, told this girl I liked her tattoo. She's like, thanks. I go to this place named Lake called Reflection Room. They're great. You should check it out. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> And I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I still get, like, butterflies getting excited every time I of hear course, someone say, like, because that's, like, my, I have two kids, but that's, like, my third baby. You know what it I mean? Is. It's it's great. Well, plus, you had such a, like, a, a frighteningly yeah. difficult start. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and to, to be where you are now, that's really awesome. It's it's such a good feeling. And it's good for all the other artists at our shop, too, because they're, sure. all, they're all killing it. I mean, they're all booked out at least two, three months at the minimum for people that have just joined our shop and are starting to grow clientele. Um, mostly everyone's around, like, the six, seven-month mark. Okay. But, um, yeah, they're all thriving. We're fully staffed right now. We just brought on another, uh, another new artist. And we have a studio opening in uh, Vermilion. Uh, I was supposed to have opened in April, but you know we're still feeling those COVID delays for yeah, yeah. for our build out. Um, yeah, so we have another studio opening, so it's like just really good vibes right now. I don't know. Now, do you go <laughs> to that um, tattoo convention at the? I call it the Nine Center. Um, oh. <laughs> I understand that other people call the it the IX Indoor Amusement Park, the Huntington Convention the nine Center? Center, the Nine Center. Yeah, because it's IX, and so for a long time I thought it was the Nine Center. Oh Christ! Was, yeah. That, <laughs> oh my listen, God! That's what I thought. I, I didn't know. And people are like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The Nine Center. It's right by where I work." And I legitimately, it's apparently the IX Center. Have that's you amazing. been to that tattoo? Oh, we're I gonna, don't. We're just gonna glaze over that. Is huh? there one? <laughs> just we're on not gonna from. talk about that. They, okay. Oh yeah, they have like this huge, and I yeah. keep wanting to go, but I don't. They know do why have a big tattoo go. convention there. I only know the Villain Arts one at Huntington Convention Center downtown. I know they have one at the and then there's Center Rubber City in Akron, but I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. which I'm I'm planning on doing that this year. So what? I have to like submit my stuff. I've for. never been to one. Like, what happens at? I feel like you've been to one of these conventions. Oh yeah, I do the Cleveland convention um, every year so that comes what here. Happens at a convention um a lot of chaos yeah um, that's what yeah so like. during covid it, it was really slow it was very small um i went i didn't participate i went in 20 um 20 just to ch- like figure it out you know yeah. go, or 2021 um and went to like look and things um but for this past year it was just i mean it just happened a few months ago so um Basically, you set up some tables. Like, we got two booths next to each other just so we could fit our artists. Um, you put up, like, some banners. You put out your your stuff, showing who you are. Um, and most people do, like, walk-up tattoos or they have pre-booked appointments. Um, so I did uh, a mix of both. Wait, there's tattooing yeah. actually happening at these? Oh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just booking. Yeah, you, okay. get, a, yeah, you get a booth and you're tattooing in the booth, like, all weekend. You're pulling, like, 12-hour days day after day and yeah just mainly walk-ups and it's i mean it's fun i i chose to do walk-ups just because i never get to do stuff like that because we do work in a private you know setting street shops are the ones that do um like the more walk-ins and stuff since we're not one of those um i noticed most of my friends that work at street shops were booking appointments all weekend and most of us that worked at the private studios were uh, we're taking up walk-ups so um i took up some walk-ups just because i was like oh it's fun to meet new people that don't want to wait to you know book with me but um yeah i don't know it it was super fun and um yeah there's it's just overwhelming kind of with the amount of people there but they also do um some years they do like really good seminars and then they had like 
a sideshow. Like this one dude was like swallowing swords. We got really lucky this year. We were like right next to the stage and we got to see like all the suspension hook swinging. If you ever, have you ever seen that? I, not in person, but I've seen, yeah, like. I'm actually like, you're not talking good. about where they'll actually put uh-huh. the hooks into their mm-hmm. backs, like the skin. Yeah. I think the idea of it's really cool, but I have like a very mild stomach, and I like to me, I'm like, oh my god, it's scary, I can't look. <laughs> so, no way. Yeah. No, yeah, it's. <laughs> but a, I, the, I mean, it's, I think it's cool. We were. It's right extreme, there. like kind of body modification. Where yeah. They actually will put the hooks like a lot of it goes like into the shoulder blades of the back, and they'll like be suspended in air because of it. Yeah, they're like on me hooks. They're, yeah, like, it's crazy. Thing. Yeah. Good for those people that can do that. I, first off, have no pain tolerance, and second, I'm, like, squeamish, so. I have a decent pain tolerance, <laughs> yeah. but there there are things where I'm just like, I just don't think I'd be into that. It yeah. makes my back so You want me to put, like, hooks in your shoulder blades? I'm like, I'm, let's pass. What's the next thing I'm you have? I'm good, yeah. Yeah, I'm good on that. Although but I'm good for the people that can right do now. it. Good for them. It's very cool. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. Okay. <laughs> Let's we're wait before you just like. far off, just so you know. I don't know if you heard the tattoo story from earlier. I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, what tattoo did he say you needed? Which one? It was actually this one, uh, which is a bike gear that is very central to my first book. Uh, okay. And, and he actually knew that story. So he's like, that is a terrible wheel. Well, it's not a wheel. Oh. And also, well, even fuck if him. it, yeah, what, but what if it was off. a wheel? Yeah, this dude sounds like an asshole. No, and yeah, yeah, not and he knew the whole backstory. And still, he knew the whole backstory. But what if it was supposed to be a wheel? Right, like you're wrong anyway, sir. So like, whatever. I'm able to. It's kind of like if someone this. has an ugly baby, you don't tell them it's ugly. Yeah, and I really like, say <laughs> it behind their back like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Like you just you don't. There's some things you don't say to people. It Anything. doesn't matter how someone you feel. Someone gets a bad haircut. You yeah, know, you like, don't that be a dick. Fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Let that's alone just, a freaking tattoo. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't that's think he's mean. the one. I, I really don't think he is. <laughs> you know what? We have not met him, and I think we can. You know, we're all, I think he's, we're all he's there. Canadian, so he's got. There's uh, a lot of strikes. They're supposed oh, to be nice. Yeah, well, no. they found you. Found like, the one asshole. Well, I think it's all that. All that fucking healthcare goes to their heads, and they say shit like this. Yeah, that talking. is true. Um, I feel like there are 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 there new technologies and new uh, methods that come out all the time. Oh yeah, I think continuing education is super important in yeah. our industry. I mean, machines adapt. Um, Especially on the medical and cosmetic sides of tattooing, it really, people want to lump it as one industry, but it really is like very different no, yeah. than like cosmetic tattooing, very different. Um, I always knew I wanted to get into medical tattooing, like that was my main goal um, with tattooing is I love and a lot of the large basis of my clientele is scar coverage. So, like, I'm yeah. covering it with body art, but I'm also doing medical tattooing as well. Um, I, 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 I yeah. actually, I really did want to get into this, too. Yeah. I, and Ken, I, I know I sent you her yeah. page. I don't know if you've been able to kind of look at it, but there are some very, and, and honestly, I guess it's something I never really knew existed. It made sense as soon as I saw it and kind of looked into it, yeah. but it wasn't something that I guess really even knew existed. I'd seen... I'd actually seen like stuff like uh, like burns. Like I had someone that had like uh, chest burns, and yeah. that was covered up with tattoo art. It was beautiful. I love doing stuff like that. Yeah. So that's how did you said you always wanted to, but I guess how does that become a thing, or, or, or not even really that? How is it? And maybe it's similar to the tattooing. Like how does that become something that you're known for? If that makes like how do you get that out there? Um. So I work directly with a lot of surgeons. Actually, really. Um, I think. 
you know, coming from the medical field definitely gave me a foot in the door. I think that oh. it helped me. Um, I had connections from when I used to work in medical research and different surgeons I've worked with um, in the past in a different, you know, business capacity um, that have really allowed me to, you know, kind of cross-recommend and um, they just sent me a lot of business, to be honest. I'm, I'm very thankful for that because social media unfortunately is not the tool for that type of artwork yeah. because Instagram, like I, right now I'm on a restrict. Like I can't post anything that could be even remotely considered lewd because they think mastectomy tattoos are sexual oh. and gross. And yeah, it's bullshit. Honestly, I, half of my portfolio, I was actually going to pull up my phone to show you cause you, um, I'm probably, pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right oh, now. Oh no, you can't even see. Oh, I, can't I can't even see. post half of my work. Oh. So like my medical that. work. Yeah. So it, it really sucks. It actually, you know, it does feel like an obstacle to not be able to post my work and for people to see that because I want to help more survivors, um, and more people that have been through whatever, like I work primarily on self-harm. I work on a lot of self-harm, but I've had it like where I tried to post one of floral recently that was up and it was too close to the bikini line and I got flagged on Instagram. I don't know if it's bots or what, but I, yeah, anything I do, it seems like if it's like scar coverage or areola work, even if they're completely tattooed nipples and that's supposed to be covered on Instagram if it's post-mastectomy part of that journey, it doesn't matter. They for whatever reason, I get flagged, and my Instagram has actually been deleted once, and I had to get it recovered, and oh, yeah, I okay. just, wow. yeah, it's just So I've heard, I've heard of that a lot with, like, we've had, like, different, like, models and things like that come on, but I'm not, yeah. I'm surprised to hear that yours would be, because it's oh, very specific it's a huge what thing. it is. Yeah, it's a very huge thing in our industry, um, that's been happening, and I'm not the only one affected by it. I'm actually working with a roundtable right now of other artists in the medical tattoo um, realm that are trying to work toward getting, I guess, what we do out there more. Because a lot of people doesn't even don't even know it exists. And then if it's not talked about on social media and you can barely post, kind of yeah, helps. I'd, yeah, uh, people not know. Maybe a couple of months ago, I came across one that was that was like a before and after somebody that had again it was like chest prints, but then it was all like a, a tattoo to cover it and it was beautiful. And then I just dumb luck a couple of weeks later when yours was referenced, I saw some of yours and but no, I, I wasn't aware of it prior. I guess yeah. and it made sense. I just didn't really think about it. Yeah, a lot of people don't know. It really closes off. Um, there are so many. A layers. lot of the information out there, and yeah. it just sucks. Like I immediately i almost got deleted for doing these the other day wow so i'm like it is what it is but so th yeah. there are like there are just emotions inherent in a lot of the work that you're doing like oh, it's yeah. it's it's just it's got to be so emotion packed for so many people oh yeah it's incredible to be included in people's journeys honestly it's amazing um one of my close friends actually lost her mom to breast cancer, and I was very, very close with her mom, which is what mainly inspired me to work with survivors. Um, and to me, even getting to be a resource for people or part of their closure is just, like, very emotional to me. I usually cry with my clients. I'm also, like, the most sensitive person. So um, for me, I'm, like, bawling the whole time. I hear a lot of people's... Um, stories and it's just very impactful and honestly um really helps me be very thankful for my life and i'm, I'm on yeah. the i'm i'm a hundred percent fixated right now on yeah. the self-harm part 
yeah. of people coming in and and yeah. and I, I guess even in some ways reclaiming you know reclaiming their life uh, in oh, this absolutely. way and so I, I I have to imagine that there are just so many people telling you their stories. Yeah, I've heard so many amazing stories, and I just did. Um, I had a girl. Um, come out from a few states away uh, about a month and a half ago and we did from like her knee up you know she had been cutting everywhere yeah. she could and um she actually like I might cry a little bit um she sent me a message the other day and told me it was the first time she has not like she wanted to cut herself and didn't and like on a different spot because she wants me to tattoo it and didn't she's like I didn't cut it because I have an appointment with you in November I just want you to know like, I hope you're proud of me. Oh, and I was yeah. like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So, like, our tattooing together, like, she's not cutting it. I don't know. That, like, I was like, damn, that makes me feel so good. How, Sorry. How do, you, how do you work with artists around, like, your artists? Because you're hiring people and and you're and certainly for you as well. Yeah. Bedside manner has got to be as, as important, especially with this type of work. Bedside manner has to be as yeah, important. Yeah, you're not just hiring a your oh, artistic ability. No, no, you, yeah. You, so, you, there has to be a very a specific, per, like, a skill set yeah. outside of tattooing to be part of your studio. Oh, very much. Um, so we've been we've been doing our hiring process a little bit differently. We also, I feel like we attract a higher level of artist, which I'm very thankful for. Nice. Like very, we attract professionalism. I think, which is very important to us. When we opened our studio, we said we want it to run like a business. A lot of people in the industry might not agree. You know, we do everything above board. There's a lot of misclassification in our industry. There's a lot of you know cash only under the table, a lot of that. We do things just really, really differently. And I think that that helps attract professionalism. And so when we do like an interview with people, we do it in like multi-layer versus where some other studios, you might just shake hands with someone and be like, hey, welcome to the shop. I like your artwork. Um, it's a lot more than just artwork in our studio. Um, the biggest thing when we do an interview with someone is we talk to them about our goal to create an inclusive space mm. um, and make sure that everyone that walks through the door feels comfortable and we ask if they can do that. I'm like, I don't want to know your personal feelings on things if they don't align with our values. It's probably just not a good fit. Like our values are just making sure that obviously we can't determine if a client has like the best experience possible, like that's up to them to decide. And we want all of our clients to decide that they've had, had a great experience. So right. we need to contribute to that um, by providing, you know, what we can. And so I think that weeding people out and making sure they align with our values is very important to us. We've been doing like a two-week trial run now too with artists um, where they come in and just kind of do like a vibe check before we actually like bring them on and give them like an offer letter. So that's been, that's been helping a lot to just weed out people that don't really work out. Cause I mean, last time I had an interview with someone, I asked him point blank, I was like, bring a new dude in the studio. Cause we have 11 women working at our studio. And then Kyle, it's only, it's been 11 women and Kyle for yeah. uh, two and a half years. Um, so bring on this new guy. He's wonderful, by the way. Um, his name's Matt. And uh, I He's asked no him. He's no Kyle in, though. What? He's no Kyle. Quite frankly, Kyle's yeah, great. I, I have an emotional attachment. Kyle's like I my brother. He's point, like my brother. He's like my work brother. Like he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna start following him as soon as we're done here. You, <laughs> yeah. you should. He's actually incredible, and I'm. Yeah, he's he's so good. And you were saying single and gay. <laughs> no. Okay. In a relationship and straight, but uh, it is what it is. Um, it's early. Not, not <laughs> yeah. 
He got more attractive just I now. I mean, fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, but, eighteen. But yeah, yeah. When we were when we were talking um, and having this interview with this guy, um, one of the first things I kind of thought I was like, if I just want to like put it out here before we like get too deep, if you are like racist, homophobic, you are not a tolerant human being. Like, it's not going to work out. So like, lay that out on the table now. We need to know. Um, and just being very bold with people like works out. I feel like and just being like we don't tolerate fuckery. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, but but the, the trial I think helps with that because when yeah. you say things like I'm not racist, homophobic. A lot of yeah, some people don't think they are. Oh yeah, and then they like, say like something. They'll, and you're they'll like, say oh. something like, well, that's not racist. It's like ah, that's literally the definition. <laughs> but some people just be you know, and there's a lot of reasons why people have thoughts like that. But sometimes you you'll ask them that like, of course not, and then they'll say something. You're like. Are you not aligning what we just talked about with what you just said? And some people cannot connect those. Oh yeah. You know, so I mean, the the trial is important for I. I that, that's yeah. It's cool that it's you been can great do that. For us. It's cool that you can do that. Yeah. And like the whole thing, really. I mean, when, when you're talking about like the 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 emotional kind of part, tattoos have become very very popular of last like 10, 15 years. Yeah. But also like you, know, a lot of them have like you said, they have stories behind them. Like it's in a, oh, yeah. it's an experience itself, just getting a tattoo. Absolutely. Because you're 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 picking something that you want that's permanently on your body. You're going to someone that you at least feel like you can really really trust. Yeah. You're probably going to be sitting there with them for a while. You're going to be talking about some bullshit, some important stuff, <laughs> the the origin of why you want to do this, and then you factor in things like people that have kind of had a more you know, a, a more difficult journey, whether right. it's, you know, like a survivor of some sort. Yeah. There's just so much, there's just so much that kind of goes into like, like a, a tattoo session that people just wouldn't really think about. Oh yeah. And then for you, think about doing all these things and it's something that you literally quit something else to do because you just pursued it because you love and it's worked out so much. Yeah. I don't know how you don't cry during all your tattoos. I do a lot. <laughs> you do a lot. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. It's just so much. That's just, when you really think about like kind of where yeah. you were, where you are, and where you're yeah. heading. Man, that's the saline. I'm, from my I, tears. I'm proud of you, and I met you in, like an you. hour ago. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest thing when we started Reflection Room, and I like truly believe this. I'm not saying it's because it's cheesy. Um, we believe that people before a profit, like. If you are doing what you love and you're passionate and you just like give your all to a good experience for people and you want to, you know, treat people like people and let them know that they're valued as your clients and all of that and as artists, just like putting people first, profit will follow and it has. And like, I think just being authentic and being ourselves and just trying to, you know, be good humans has worked out so phenomenous. Like it, I don't know, it's worked out amazing. Like I just can't. I will say, <laughs> and you mentioned this earlier when you talked about being above board on the business end. Yeah. Uh, tattoo pricing has never made any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> and obviously, it's the people I'm going to. But yeah. it is such a, a vague suggestion, I think, of what his needs are in that day is what correlates to the price I am charged. Okay. Um, and so... <laughs> it, Don't go at the beginning or the end of the month. <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. I really need to be better about that because yeah. it's such a... I, it is, and I just laugh at this point because there's stuff that I think should cost more. I also have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but so I, I would imagine that that standardized pricing is is not a, a tattoo field thing. But it sounds like you all are above board about it. Yeah. So um, 
we're above board on the sense that we all of our artists are employees. Like we we pay people right, um, and if if we're determining price, like we have a shop minimum. That's the only standardized thing really in our shop mm-hmm. is like we have a hundred and fifty dollar minimum. So people are like, oh, well, that means like little things are going to cost more. It's really because most of our artists like. We are not like a walk-in type shop. Like we're not doing a lot of the little stuff. Like yeah, I'll throw stuff in for you know my regulars and things like that. But we're focusing on the artwork, right? Like we really care about the artwork. So if you are to go to like an art gallery, you know everything's subjective. Like really, people determine the price. Like the value is so fluctuating. Um, so you're gonna be. It's gonna depend on the artwork, the style the person's experience level, um, and their speed. Like, for instance, I was working at a shop before my shop now, and um, I did a matching tattoo with another artist. And I tattoo fast, like, but my I don't qu- compromise my quality or rush. So we're both 150 hour, you know. Um, took me one hour, took them two hours. Why are they getting paid double for a tattoo that didn't look as good and just because they take longer? You know what I mean? Right. Um, so if you're charging hourly and things like that. So I try to do most of my stuff by the piece because I shoot myself in the foot or I scare people by my hourly because my sure. hourly is $250. Um, but I can do something in one hour. Like I said, someone at 150 an hour might be doing in two hours. And then you're paying more with someone less experienced. For the same thing because then people it's don't realize that hundred and it yeah. was only 250 for you yeah people don't realize less, the hourly which yeah is less. yeah he's yeah. not just, i mean he's a professor math. He, yeah. he knows math yeah. i learned that at the nine center PhD. Yeah. i'm so proud of you <laughs> i was about to make a reference to that i'm so glad i you know when it's it. coming so it's good to just head that shit off at the past i yeah. really <laughs> thought you were talking about the nine downtown at first i, I did too <laughs> so confused. I'm like, the hotel? I was like, they have a center? What are you talking no, about? I don't feel ferris- like they would have a, a... Ferris wheel? I just don't think they would have a tattoo convention at the Nine. Yeah, I mean, that was like, that's that place is a little too classy, oh I think. Do I people... Like- how? I feel like you do then a lot better about people not canceling. Oh, yeah. It's really rare that I get a cancellation. Um, I take a higher deposit. It kind of depends on what they're doing. I'm primarily book half-day and full-day sessions. Um, and then I like sprinkle in like say it was a weird time and someone, you know, I couldn't find someone that had the availability for a slot. Um, I'll put in like the smaller pieces. I kind of play Tetris with my schedule and timing just so I'm like my days filled. Um, but yeah, I don't really get a lot of cancellations cause I ask for 20% down of a half day or full day session or, um, $150 at like minimum gotcha. is my yeah. deposit. And I feel like if someone only has like 50 bucks in it, which for a lot of people, like 50 bucks isn't only, right? But if you have $150 towards something, like I'm not giving up $150. I'm going to make sure I'm there. No. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm also not a dick about it. Like if someone has a genuine, like extenuating circumstance, I'm not taking your deposit to be an asshole. Like, but I don't know. (laughs) Like I, I just ask for people to give me 72 hours because I got babies I got to arrange care for. Sure. How old? How old are the little ones? I have a seven-month-old named Eden, oh and I gosh. have a three-and-a-half-year-old named Isla, and they're Seven both little month girls. Old? Yeah, Man. yeah. I'm about to be in a car with them for 16 hours. You are driving <laughs> to Orlando. Oh, we are driving. We're gonna stop on the way. Are you sure you don't want to drink? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm actually going to tattoo after this. Um, I'm getting one of my clients in before I leave, really quick. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, I can't drink, but I appreciate the offer because no normally I would have already had like two. He doesn't have to know. <laughs> <laughs>
What are you going to do? I want to know what the test yeah, is. Yeah, like, what is it? Okay, so one of my favorite clients, I love her. Her name's Kim. Um, if she hears this, like, I love her so much. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> is she single she, and gay? I don't, yeah. <laughs> she's not single and gay. Sorry. Trying, she, I'm trying, she is Kim. single. I'm still with Kim. And she's beautiful, so. Okay. Um, but she is a really awesome human, and her daughter just got her first tattoo. I'm, like, a very strict, like, I don't tattoo minors. But her daughter, um, I actually have known for a long time, and I wouldn't let her get something stupid. So I let her get a very sentimental little tattoo. I did a tattoo for her uh, 16-year-old a few weeks ago. And she was supposed to get a tattoo at the same time, but she had one of those pesky COVID vaccines, and she didn't know. You can't get tattooed um, per FDA recommendation for two weeks once you get the COVID vaccine. Did you know that? I did, yeah. Yeah, it's it's causing, like, really crazy shit. We had one client who lied and... Uh, said they didn't get vaccinated because we have like a whole fucking questionnaire now and um they like their tattoos started rejecting and okay they've gotten work actually don't know what that means um like basically your body's like nope and just the ink starts rising on the surface you get red rashy bleeds yeah it bleeds out and bubbles out yeah it's really disgusting and she had other work done like at our studio by the same artist like there was nothing there was no differences in tattoo experience except that she had had the shot this time yeah i haven't heard a lot about it but i've I've seen enough of it like examples of it where yeah like the the ink super bleeds together the skin almost rises yeah it and then it it, like scars a little bit she we already fixed in it's good now um everything again same artist fixed it up and it's fine um and we had another we had another girl i felt bad um she had like this cute little watercolor thing same thing it didn't reject the whole thing but she had weird stuff after covid vaccine so yeah so, so i've seen her twice in today oh she's getting a little ladybug and a flower yeah <laughs> yeah and her daughter got a ladybug and a leaf it's really cute oh, yeah good. very girly very cute and I, just the stuff i love i love tattooing insects and floral and leaves and yeah and so eden is pretty tatted up eden yeah my child you're seven month old not yet Oh, not yet. Okay. We're going to wait. All right, that's fine. Yeah, no. Um, Isla, though. A full back tattoo done already. <laughs> Isla's already asking for tattoos, my older one. I'm like, no. No. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> so long. I did. So your your husband has a lot of tattoos? Uh, Not a lot, but he has like, quite a bit. Like, you're more, he's more covered than my husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looks, at least it is. Hopefully they're better than what Ken has. Yeah, I know, right? I defy all the rules. <laughs> oh, my all the rules. Well, yeah, you're, uh, you, your cares? kids are around, t- so they're yeah, they're going to be like I. People yeah. I know that have a lot of tattoos that have kids. They have like nine year olds that are just like, like counting down to the day that they yeah. get their first tattoo. Oh, she comes in the yeah. shop and like she'll she'll come. We first off, I'm very like, not a place for a child, but my husband owns an ice cream shop right next door to my tattoo shop called Isla's Ice Cream after my daughter, and um, so wait a minute, yeah, I know what that is. Oh, really? I know I've seen that sign. Yeah, it's in Avon Lake, like right on yes. the corner of Electrical Lane. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, the, it's my husband's shop. Is that the one with the sunflowers? Avon? That's Avon. Avon Lake. Avon Lake's different. We're over okay. the tracks. Avon Lake's got the... Yeah, Avon we're the lake the, side. Uh, the lake. It has okay. the lake, yeah, we're yeah. Just, yeah, we're over the tracks. Just but more water, really. Yeah, more water. Yeah. I know that's where the it. sunflowers are. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it's That's close it. to there. That's like five minutes from my house. Okay. Um, I know I've seen that sign. Yeah. I know I have. 
different story. My husband left mechanical engineering to open an ice cream shop during COVID. Man, well, you yeah. guys are just like, he's on <laughs> so, next, next week's episode. Yeah. So, yeah, so um, yeah, so my husband will bring my daughter over to say hi every once in a while if he knows I have an in-between clients thing. Because um, I'm like very much like I don't want her in an active workspace. Um, but if we're all just like kicking it, nothing's going on, he'll bring her in and uh, she'll be like, I'm here for my tattoos and go up to reception and have like an artist come over and sharpie her or she'll sit in their chair and she's already got her ears pierced um at our studio as soon as she asked I'm very consent and older and she she asked about a year ago and sat through it like champ and now she wants her doubles pierced she wants tattoos she gets her hair dyed I'm like dude <laughs> like she's like a mini me um I want to <laughs> highlight the fact that for your two children, their mom is a tattoo artist and dad owns an ice cream shop. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be weird. Uh, by all the traditional rules, you win. Thank you. Yeah, like I think yeah. that you win. That kid's going to be Thank fucking you. cool. Yeah. She's already cool. I mean, like she's going to get into like high school and they're gonna be like, what do your parents do? That's way better than what yeah. my parents do. <laughs> yeah. they ever ice have cream and tattoos? Day. Oh my God. Ice cream and tattoos and there's like, my dad's a my dad is Teacher. a tacky basement. Yeah. <laughs> and an accountant. No one cares This is about a that. nice basement. This is a very nice basement. I did not say that. I said I am tacky. This I is just like... Love, I just love... Cause, hey, I'm okay with it. Like, There's no, a reason this, this is the only room in the house I was allowed to decorate. Because she never comes down here. My no. favorite part of every one of these episodes is when the moment becomes clear of what the podcast title will be. And so that's my favorite part of everyone. And so I've actually been kind of kicking a couple around in my head. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> it's because it's either something with a tacky basement or um, something about Kyle. <laughs> oh fuck! I didn't Sorry, I talking about Kyle so much. <laughs> no, I'm not. I might I, just I might just call this like, is Kyle single? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then people would be like, that episode had nothing to do with that title. <laughs> oh my Level god. Level ten of Mario Tennis. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really what it was. So I, I was also I was always like to ask like where do you kind of see like this going? But yeah. you definitely have the next year planned out. Yeah. I mean that's well we um. So we actually just started working on an aftercare line um, for our studio, um, and we are working with people for that right now. So that's like our future kind of endeavor. We're supposed to actually go out to Oregon um, to meet with a manufacturer. That over is summer. so exciting. So, yeah, we're planning that right now. So I'm excited. Cause just like lotion, kind of like like, mm -hmm. like aftercare. Yeah, we created for... our own formula. Um, really? Primarily, yeah. Well, there's not a lot on the market that's like versatile when it comes to aftercare for both like cosmetic medical and body art mm -hmm. so like for all of them i guess um because a lot of the it's kind of weird but a lot of the body art um aftercares have like really high vitamin e in them and that's great for like healing properties but when it comes to ink um permanent cosmetic inks are made a little bit differently there's a lot of different bases in it and Particle sizes are different, just not to get into the whole chemistry of it, but it there are significant differences in ink formulation in some some aspects. Um, and so what you're putting on, it's going to matter. And so we wanted something that's super ultra-moisturizing, good for healing, that is um, low in vitamin E. So, <laughs> so cool. Um, and so we, I feel like we finally concocted the perfect thing. So we're taking our samples out there to see if they can 
mass produce it for us. Do you have us. a name already in your head? Oh, Reflection Aftercare. We've already all right. LLC'd. We're good. <laughs> so, Is everyone yeah. aware of the Mario thing? Yeah. No. Have you re- relayed that to your... <laughs> she put her head down for that. <laughs> We're keeping no. it from them. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that's impressive. Ben, that's cool. Like, this episode would probably really piss my wife off. Because she mm-hmm. would just... Like, during COVID, well, like, we both... Does she have tattoos? Yeah, she is two. Okay. One she's into, two, another she is not. She had an 18-year-old tattoo in Kent. That should really tell you the whole she story. Got, she got tattooed three years ago? She would love that part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've like just thought about like constantly trying to think about like we got to start our own business, like a side hustle, something. And we come up with something. It's usually when we're having some drinks. We come up with something, and then we're like, this is gold. This is the one, and then we Google, and there's like 10, like within a mile of us. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys, I mean, that's you're taking what you've already doing and you're expanding on top of that. And that's a good, like, aftercare is something that is, is it's almost kind of vague in a lot of people that I know that have, like, gotten tattoos. I know a lot of people that have, and it, it's very vague to them. They're like, you know, sometimes someone is like, just keep it clean, you'll be fine. And that's. Yeah, nice, that's but super a helpful. Lot. But there's a lot. I'm like, I planned on showering. Like, you oh know, yeah. But it's the to to make sure that you don't have like some of these, which I don't know how how common rejection or issues or infections are. <sighs> but I mean, the the aftercare can hopefully prevent some of those things. Yeah, just make it a little smooth, especially depending on the area that you get tattooed too. Oh yeah, you got to get it. You got to keep it clean for infect like to prevent uh, to prevent infection. For sure, we use Tegaderm on all of our clients, provided they're not allergic to adhesive. Um, for a couple of days, like the film stuff. Have you yeah. ever have you ever seen that? Yeah. Um, we use like the actual medical grade Tegaderm. Um, for we recommend like three to five days, and then we um, switch to an aftercare regimen after that. And I feel like that stuff is great because it really protects you environmentally from getting any bacteria into the open, you know, open wound. Um, yeah. And. I feel like there's so much misinformation right now regarding aftercare and there's a lot of outdated information. Like the old staples used to be dial gold soap and just aquaphor. And yeah, those are like, I mean, I use that on all my tattoos when I first started, but um, the more I got into public health and things, like I started looking into um, dial gold soap and they reformulated a couple years ago, which I feel like a lot of people don't know because I noticed my tattoos started getting like drier and it was taking longer to heal and things like that with using it. And, um, they actually reformulated with benzalconium chloride, which like you can't reapply. Like that's, you ever see the wipes in like the first aid kits? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's meant to like initially clean it, not to like continuously clean. And people are telling people to put this stuff on your tattoos that is actually like really over drying. And there's a lot of like scientific studies on like why you shouldn't like have prolonged exposure on the skin to benzalconium chloride. And it's just, it's just interesting that people are recommending that to put in an open wound to heal it. And it's actually over drying and making it take longer You can get higher ink retention with not using it. So I'm always like, just use a mild Castile soap, please. I don't very know. soon they're going to start using reflection. <laughs> Not for soap, but okay. though, yeah, we won't have a soap. But um, hopefully they use our ointment. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. That's I think it's so good. Great. I use it on everything of mine right now. <laughs> so. so you are continuing to challenge yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, Do you mind yeah. if I ask how old you are? I'm 27. That pisses me off. Oh. You're doing really well. Thank you. <laughs> 27 i was still just like i was like i can't find my keys 
Yeah. yeah. And like for the entire weekend. Oh my God. I yeah, feel like I was yeah. two years ago for 27 was, that was a nutty time. Yeah. I mean, do you remember your 27th birthday very recently? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was good. That's odd. Now I'm curious how old you guys are. Well, who's older? This is the important thing. Yeah, who's older? Oh, fuck. Don't do that to me. Yeah. Um, uh, don't no, do I like could never work at Cedar Point. I'm like not. <laughs> can I, I go with that? Like, that was the application like, of that. <laughs> you know, when they do the age thing, like I would really fuck You don't have up. to guess our age. Which one of these things is older? Yeah, and I think it's important to factor in here that one of us is gay and very sensitive, so it behooves you not to pick him. Yes, and the I other one is a straight white male. We determined very early on as a pile of shit. Yeah. I, fuck. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're the same age. We actually are the same age. <laughs> you like you actually I couldn't decide, so are you the same age? We are the same age. Oh. I'm forty four. Yeah, I have a couple months on you. When it, when are you forty five? November. Nice. Okay, I have a when in November. I have twenty fourth. Oh cool. I have nine months on you. Like, oh, you're like half my friends are November birthdays. birthdays. Oh yeah, I, I've had my birthday on Thanksgiving a few times. I also have I know multiple people with the exact my nephew Joe is on the same day. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's everyone whose parents had sex on Valentine's Day. Yeah, <laughs> to save the marriage. <laughs> like, no, Thank it's all right. God, it's all right. it Let's works just, out. We have a that baby. Math right, that math feels right. Yeah. yeah, we have a baby. That was fast. Everything will be fine. Maybe you are going to math. I'm really not. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I am a. It's more you more of a Roman numeral problem. It seems <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily math, which fortunately it's not something that we do a lot here. So. Yeah. It's not I very applicable. So I, I have nine months on you. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. But yeah, 20, bam. That's really impressive. That's awesome. And that's also, that's a, I don't know, I, when you kind of really find the thing early. Some of us really struggle like yeah. with finding, especially at a young age. You, oh you just, gosh, you just yeah. don't know anything, you know, and you don't know. You don't know what you want to do, but you know you need a job. And some, some of us kind of just fall into something and just stay there because, you know, you, you you took a plunge very early on, and it yeah. and not surprisingly, it worked because you loved it so much, and you're very very good at it. And Thank now you're you. just expanding on it. That's really great. Thank you. I think I was kind of forced into figuring out what I wanted to do pretty fast. Um, not to be like dark, but like both my parents passed away, so mm -hmm. like I I didn't have anyone to lean on. So I just kind of had to do like it's either I do something or I don't, and. I need to build a life for myself because I don't have any, I have no safety net. And you so, grew up a little faster than the rest yeah, of Yeah, I feel so. like it made me grow up a little bit faster because I had no one to like refer back to after 22. So I was like, that's kind of when I made the decision to do everything because I was like, I, I got to do it myself or no one's going to do it for me. Wait, well, hey, yeah. it's working on. I mean, really, yeah. I mean, now you're yeah. done it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you've done it and you're doing more. I with, and, you guys. <laughs> and two kids along the way, too. Thank you. Yeah. I would book awesome. something next week with you, but Aww. that's not an option. Yeah. Aww. You can probably get in like June of 2024, though. <laughs> you have to book that. like right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start small. Let's just go get some ice cream over at Isla's. We'll, we'll start I, yes, there. That I feel like we can maybe get into. Good, I, and just wander in next door and ask to see Kyle. Yeah, you can yeah. see Kyle. <laughs> just let like, him know. Eventually, at the very least, he's going to get a DM from Ken. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just to test the waters. Like I hear sure you're saying, I'm just, oh my god, that's I'm just hilarious because it's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's Kyle Joseph tattoo. If you want to look him up, no, I would no. never. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. No, let's do a live. Is Kyle my type? What is it, Kyle Joseph? Yeah, Kyle Joseph, Joseph. tattoo. I'm also curious what your type is outside of like a male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Male skin. It's like 50% of the population. There you go, buddy. 
Yeah, I'll DM him later. Cool. <laughs> Congrats, Kyle. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, okay. I don't like that one of these first pictures is with his arm around some lady. It's probably his Oh, girl. it's a mom. It's oh. fine. Aww. <laughs> Maybe Patty. reach out to her first. Maybe day. reach out to her first. Patty. Here are my intentions with your son. Me. Here's my intentions with your son. Mom. She's going to be like, ah, good luck. Oh, this is all about his work, It's funny because I think both of his brothers are gay. All right. Well, really? Listen, yeah, I think I worked so. out. Whatever we can do. All right. You have three chances. Two really good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm sorry. So, I know you're traveling and I know you got work yeah. to do today. So, I'll, I'll get you out of here. But where can everybody find your stuff? Um, Instagram, Michaela Tattoos is my, yeah, my Instagram. Um, I have TikTok. It's really horrible. It's also Michaela Tattoos. I'm very bad at it. <laughs> I'm going to find it right now. I oh, am yeah. very bad at it, too. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm really bad at social media, so I have those. Uh, I have a Facebook page that I don't go on, so don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, basically Instagram um, or our website. I have a website, um, MichaelaBrook.com. And uh, you can find us over at Reflection Room in Avon Lake or soon to be Vermilion. So exciting. Yeah, it is. Well, again, happy Sunday. Thanks for coming. Happy Sunday. You know, again, to squeeze us in, I mean, before a trip, before work, with kids, got a babysitter. Man. I really, I mean, we always appreciate when anyone comes over, but I really appreciate you you squeezing us in. This was oh God, a thank lot you for of fun. Me. Really interesting. Yeah, I'm like really psyched with the stuff that you've done. I'm excited that it's going well and that it's going to continue to go well too. Oh, thank you guys. You're doing good <laughs> stuff. You are doing good stuff. No, you both are cool humans. I appreciate yeah. you for inviting me on this. Uh, of course, yeah. anytime. You can come back too. Thanks. Bring Kyle. All right. Thanks everyone. <laughs>